So Jess, why did you become a realtor? I worked in a various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes. It's very exciting, so a lot of fun. Now, you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far? Helping people, especially like first-time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part. What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents? I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home. Last thing I'm going to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTPD Realty is? People over paychecks, do the damn thing. And that's what we do. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast, Keys to the City. I crossed up by Colby, well, floated Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, it's fun. But I didn't make my I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clovercrest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Which Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G-Men, the Giants football podcast. I'm your host, Big Jace, joined by Joe Guire, Sean Scanlon, and King Zay. And boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about as, I mean, a terrible performance Monday night by the Giants leads to offensive coordinator Jason Garrett getting fired. Yeah, I mean, I'm applauding that. I mean, I've been calling for this man's head all, 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 all year, and I mean, it, it's the simple. I mean, a lot of the Giants aren't going to win. Everyone is throwing a lot of hate. The Daniel Jones haters are back out after that performance. But you're not going to win a football game with Daniel Jones throw dropping back and throwing 38 times. Plus the O line. I mean, Will Hernandez. Look terrible. I mean, even that sack on with with Ndamukong Su where Will Hernandez just blew it. If you look at it, you it go, goes on Jason Garrett because if you look at it, there were three guys in the middle of the three three Giants in the middle of the field, focused not on where the ball is going, not on where Daniel Jones. They're focused on not running into one another. That's on Jason Garrett, and I mean the play calling. 
the run game, not even you, – you have Saquon Barkley back and, and you're barely getting him touches. That That's ridiculous. Uh, I'm glad – I'm glad Jason Garrett's gone. Hopefully this can move and we can move on, get things going. Hopefully Freddie Kitchens can call it better, be more aggressive, make more of those uh, less conservative – and get the Giants offense going because we've seen glimpses. We've seen glimpses. No, I mean, they played really bad last week, I mean, on Monday. But we've seen glimpses of what they can do. And, I mean, the two two targets to, to Kenny Galladay. You spend all this money in two targets to Kenny, Kenny Galladay. It was despicable. I'm glad Jason Garrett's gone. But now, Joe, a lot of people – Jason Garrett's still gone, but everyone's still calling for Gettleman's head. Do you think that's deserving? Look, I'll I'll be straight honest with you. This performance is part of the bigger picture problem here for the Giants. I mean, they're just not good. They haven't been good. They haven't done a proper rebuild literally since Eli Manning became the starting quarterback. It's been just throw whatever you can get at at the problem and see if that can get you eight wins. And it usually doesn't. And that's a problem. I, I thought during the game, I was uh, talking to some people and I was like, what the hell is this? Well, I don't even understand. I didn't understand what, like, what was the idea of the offense? Like what he pulled? I mean, I, I, I didn't think they were so much conservative as it was confusing. They would run up. I mean, just nothing really flowed. Nothing made sense. And then they didn't really seem to know what they were doing. They ran the ball 13 times. I I don't understand. Saquon Barkley shouldn't be in the game if he's a decoy. It's a terrible blocker. Does you no good if he's out there. I don't I don't like that idea. If he's not ready to like really be in the offense, then then go with Devontae Booker only. I mean, you got those sort of options. So I don't know. They, they gotta get rid of everybody. And and whether Joe Judge I mean, I don't care about that. Who whoever gets hired can figure that out. But now that you got this clown out of town, I, I it's a nice start, but Again, I think the bigger problem here is it is taken Joe Judge all this time to realize that his offense is god awful and can't score points in a league where you got to score points. They're one of the only teams that doesn't score points. No one scored less touchdowns in the last two years than the Giants. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I. Here, I know a lot of people still think Joe Judge is great. I don't get that. Like, what is this guy supposed to be? I don't. Is he an offensive minded genius or he's a great leader, the master of discipline? I, I haven't seen any of those things. So, I'm what is he like a special teams guru? Because even that doesn't look hot at times. So, somebody help me out here. I'd like to see them clean house, bring in people that know what they're doing and and try to actually put together a, a, a football team that can have some sort of sustained success 
Because, listen, outside of 85 through 92, the Giants have sucked since 1964. Take your couple Eli Super Bowl, Sean. I'm telling you, flip through the flip through the almanac. It's six and ten, seven and nine, six yeah. and ten, eleven and five. Oh, we're good. Seven and nine, six and ten, four and twelve. When does this end? When's the rebuild? When's the we're gonna blow this up? We're gonna figure it out. It can't just be people that are friends of your dad's. Like, let's get real here and let's have a real organization because this is embarrassing. And every time the Giants meet any team that's even on anywhere on the north side of uh, elite, they get embarrassed. They don't belong on the field with teams like that. Dallas, the Rams, embarrassing. Give me a break. No. Yeah, I mean, despicable performance. I know Zay... We talked a little bit uh, after posting up last night. You mentioned 15 days and Joe Judge didn't have him ready. So, I mean, you still got Joe Judge on your hot seat? Uh, yeah, he's been in my hot seat since the beginning of the year. I've said it from the beginning. I don't think Joe Judge has a feel for football or has a feel for the game in general. Sometimes you see him there and the Giants are just completely not in – in any position to put themselves in a, in any way to win the game when you watch him. Sometimes, like I said, some of the offensive, like you, Joe said, to know that your offense is terrible and we're in week 12 and you're just now realizing this is is baffling. It, it, it is. You've done this for almost now a year and a half. And I've told you people, I said it before, I don't want Joe Judge. I've wanted Eric Bieniemy. I think he could be someone who could come in and inject maybe something into that offense and make it something special, similar to what they're doing in, in um, Arizona with um, – Excuse me, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Kingsbury. Kingsbury, yes. And that, that offense over there, which they've gotten going, it looked crappy at first the last year, but now it's looked a lot better. You even put backup quarterbacks like Colt McCoy, and it was one games. He couldn't win nothing for us. So let's go with that. So I really think it comes down to getting rid of him, bringing in somebody who knows what they're doing. Joe Judge, again, he's not a New York guy. I hate to say he's not a New York guy. You, you – when you go into press conferences and you ask him questions, he beats around the bush. He can't ever give you a straight up answer. He he's never to the point. And I think that's part of the issue. And you see it in his coaching because the players just seem like they never get to the point. They seem like they never understand. So it makes sense because we'll watch a post game conference. And, and like I said, he couldn't even break down the firing of the offensive coordinator properly to us and who was going to be the new person calling the plays. He just oh, it's going to be a collective agreement. There's no direction. There's no one in charge. Everyone is just throwing in their input, and this is the mess that you have in New York. Until the Giants can find one voice, one leader, someone who isn't, like Joe said, from the family of giant ex-coaches or giant ex-players or teammates or something like that, the Giants have to go out of house, bring in somebody who has a fresh idea, something, someone who can bring in a brand-new culture and attitude into this team because, like Joe said, it's been pitiful. And we just have to sit here and continue to watch it until someone makes the decisions. Because unlike Green Bay, we are just the fans. We don't actually have no input <laughs> on our team. And if we did, Joe Judge would have been gone. And I'm pretty sure Jason Garrett would have never came in. Because, again, he can't explain to you how Jason Garrett got hired. When they ask him how did he get hired, he goes, hey, we brought him in. He can't give you a straight-up question answer. And I don't like that. I don't like a guy who can't give me a straight-up answer. 
I want someone who's going to tell me, can we win? Yes or no. I don't want to say, well, we'll get down there and we'll see how the other team plays and we'll see what they put out there on the field. And we'll whoop you. No, I don't want to hear all that. I want to hear, are we going to go out there and dominate or not? And he cannot give us a straight answer. He hasn't given us a straight answer since he's been here. It's been nothing but excuses. It's time for him to go. I'm sorry. All right. I mean, Sean, I know you called Freddie Kitchens coming in at OC like weeks ago. You said he can't be that much worse than Jason Garrett. So what are you expecting? How do you feel after all this? I mean, it's definitely an upgrade from Jason Garrett. I mean, we talked about Jason Garrett's offense. It's it's like he's in the 1980s. He doesn't know. I mean, he just doesn't, uh, you know, fit the game plan to his player's strengths. Obviously, we talk about Daniel Jones. He's a great deep ball thrower, except we're throwing all underneath routes and stuff like that. Kadarius Tony is electric with the ball in his hand, except, you know, we don't give him the ball in, you know, creative ways. Kenny Galladay. Our big, you know, free agency guy that we gave a whole bunch of money to is only getting two targets. Uh, his first his first and only catch of the game was on that first drive, and we don't throw it to him again. Saquon Barkley comes back. He only gets three carries in the first half. So, I mean, it's just inexcusable. Freddie Kitchens, you know, obviously his tenure as a head coach wasn't great for that one year in Cleveland, but when he did take over the play calling the year before, I mean, he did uh, do pretty good with that Browns team. So I expect him as a play caller to be much better than Jason Garrett. I think that, you know, he definitely feels the pressure on him, um, knowing that he's coming into this job with, you know, pretty much it's uh, an audition for him to keep the job as a Giants offensive coordinator. It's Joe Judge telling him, you know, we have a couple weeks left in the season. Let's try and turn this offense around. So I think Freddie Kitchens is going to get that. I think he's going to try and be more creative than Jason Garrett ever was. And uh, I mean, like, like Zay said, Joe Judge didn't have an answer for why Jason Garrett was hired, and I think it all comes back to John Mara being stubborn and bringing in guys that you know used to be linked to the Giants. Obviously, uh, Jason Garrett used to play for the Giants. They have a good relationship, so it, it's. I mean, the decision making by Jason Garrett, or excuse me, John Mara, has been terrible. They bring back Dave Gettleman, who's, I mean, uh, he's not. He's in the older part of his career. I mean, it it didn't work out in Carolina when we bring, we bring him in just because he was with the Giants before. So I we we have to think outside of the box. I we can't just keep regurgitating these you know people that have history and ties with the Giants just because John Mara feels comfortable with them. At some point, I mean, I said it in the Clovercrest uh, group chat that we have. You know, another two years, another house cleaning for the Giants. This is the going to be. I mean, Joe Judge hasn't been announced fired yet, but I I would be pretty surprised if he wasn't. If they if it keeps going at this rate, it'd be another two years, another Giants new, new head coach, and I think Gettleman has to go too. So it's just it's a frustrating loss. Obviously, I mean, this team has just been in turmoil for the past six years now. We we can't get our, out of our own way. So it's uh, I don't know what the answer is, but we're we can't just you know keep building on the fly. We can't you know keep throwing out a bunch of money in free agency like we did this year. Uh, you know, in 2016, giving out all those huge contracts, and then a year later we go three and 13. So at some point, you really have to tear it down. Keep some of the players that are going to be you know building blocks moving forward, like Andrew Thomas, Xavier McKinney, Aziz Ojolari, and everyone else is expendable. I mean, I know I'm still a fan of Daniel Jones. I, I think that he could be the answer, but uh, he needs to prove something these next couple of weeks because he has had a decent season, but there have been some games where it's gotten out of hand, like the Rams game, the Buccaneers on Monday, where you see that old Daniel Jones coming back where he can't protect the ball. When the pocket breaks down, he gets a little, um, he gets a little sh- shaken up and he just, he makes poor decisions. So obviously he hasn't had the best of luck with uh, his receivers and playmakers being healthy and his offensive line has been great around him, but still, 
Uh, at some point, you have to score points and you have to make plays. So I'm glad Joe Judge did make this move because I think that something needs to change. Hopefully, this offense can, uh, you know, start putting up some points in these next couple of weeks. But if not, uh, I, I think that you're going to have to. I think that you're going to have to uh, clean house. Yeah, I, I wish, Anthony. That, that's hey, uh, wishful thinking. I'm the resident Giants uh, optimist on this show. And uh, I'm really, I never, I never noticed. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I, I will pick the Giants one out. I don't think they will, though. But I will say here with this, uh, I just want to see what they look like next week. I mean, before we start talking about blowing everything up, I Jason Garrett, the no, blaring, the biggest, the let's, biggest problem all let's year. Get, the- let's get real. I am. Okay. No, there's talent on Hold the team. Hold on. Bro. This Hold on. Oh, I, oh, I seen right, it. Right. I seen it. Let me, may I just give me the floor for a minute and let me explain. Freddie Kitchens is going to come in. He's auditioning for a job. Now, is he concerned about showing off Daniel Jones and how great Daniel Jones is? No, right? Freddie just wants to show that uh, he can do some things. Maybe he takes the development really seriously with, with, with Daniel Jones. That would be great. My fear, again, is is what this whole Jason Garrett thing has been. And as this team falls further and further uh, into a deficit, you, you have to run an offense that shows you if Daniel Jones is the answer or not. It's why I said against the Raiders when they had some time in the second half to do some stuff. You guys are like, ah, wins, win. Who cares about the wins at this point? They're so few and far between because they don't score enough. He still has no chemistry with the receivers. That's a fact. The playbook was a disaster. It's going to be the same playbook that Freddie Kitchens uses this coming week is the other problem. So now Freddie's uh, Freddie's got to figure out the right. They need a flow to this offense. Yeah, you, you're either going to give the ball to Saquon ten times, or you're going to like feed it to this guy, and then and then start working the deep ball to Galladay, getting the ball into Evan Ingram's hands. Move the ball, drive the football. Stop trying to get to like the forty so you can punt. You know, this defense has had about as much as they can take. The lack of pressure against Tom Brady was. That was bad. You know, I mean, uh, Patrick Graham seems to be escaping the wrath of everybody at this point. But, uh, you know. Hold on. I'll get into that. Dude, that's 30 points. That's 30 points. What else what else okay, hold up. There, yeah, what the offense you? also couldn't stay in the field. That's... What else? Two of your best defenders. You're two That's... captains. You Stop. both Morgan Ryan. Stop. You don't have your, your um Stop. Blake Martinez all year. They're insulting so, me. I'm aware of this. Andrew, bro. No, I mean I'm aware of all of those things. I'm aware of all of those things, but where do the Giants play? Is it in the NFL? He hasn't had a play in the NFL. He hasn't had a pass. Do they play in the NFL? Does this does this team have a serious lack of depth? Yes. When when, when Ojolari doesn't doesn't get to the quarterback, that means generally nobody gets to the quarterback. That's virtually where we are right now. We live and die by whether Leonard Williams is is on fire or whether he's just clogging up the middle. Again, 
I understand, dude. Blake Martinez being out, Peppers being—it's been—it's been a rough go, but it's the NFL. It, you have to adjust. You have to be able to do things. That zone they were running—I I mean, every scout I read after that game was like, dude, the, the Giants could not have made it any easier for Tom Brady. No, yeah. What what were they doing? Let Tom what? You want Tom Brady to go on like a twelve-play, eighty-five-yard drive? Eat up the clock so you what lose by less? Play some that, defense. Blitz for like crying out loud. The Giants can't rush three because they cannot pressure the quarterback. Stop it. No, I understand they're missing key pieces, that. but then you have to do something else. Do something that works. But Joe, it isn't like the, no, it's woeful no, ignorance, no. Jace, and it's been what but you guys like have been living through your well whole lives as Giants fans because you don't know what you're talking about because you got two Super Bowls. Oh, we're good. Think about the years between the two Super Bowls, guys. How'd that go? Uh, I'm not Four. saying they were good. Before, it was bad. How many teams in the NFL could you do that for and break down how many bad years they had in between Super Bowls? The Steelers. Hold on. Let's do the you want to, let's do the Cowboys. Let's go toe to toe with the Steelers. Let's, let's do go the Cowboys. Toe to toe with the Cowboys. They have great season, but what is it really translated to? We can break down any team the way we want to. They haven't won since '95, but yet you can go from '95 well, to now. Super Bowls and the Steelers again, have six. Again, so what, are you, they what is your argument? Since. Again, they not, haven't won anything since. My argument is you can have they won it in the '70s, years, in the '90s, in the '2000s, and we're very well, like boop. Again, I rather have. I'd rather have an eight and eight year and win the Super Bowl than eleven and five and losing the first round of playoffs like the Cowboys do. That's just me. Again, we can see it two different ways. That's just how I it prefer took it. Lawrence Taylor to get the Giants to a Super Bowl twice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It took Michael Strahan in another amazing defense to get the Giants back to Super Bowls. How many, like, 85 Bears defenses do you think the Giants are capable of churning out? Again, you got to start playing no, real football. This, the, is, this is not the 70s. It's not the 80s. The Giants have to have to start playing an offense. And listen, here's the, the best part about climate change, if I could. If we can indulge ourselves in one of the benefits to climate change is suddenly in New Jersey in December, pretty sweet outside. You can throw the football. You don't have to just pound the ball because it starts snowing in October. That doesn't happen anymore. But, but again, what is your point? Again, you can, Like you said, let's, you want to bring up the Bears, another team. They went to one Super Bowl recently since they've had their great 85 Bears. They haven't done anything else. Their seasons have been terrible. We can go through tons of teams and break them down the same way we break down the Giants. The Giants aren't that bad. You want to go back a couple weeks ago? Yes, we were We were upset because they didn't run enough. You were mediocrity. You were upset that they didn't run. Yo, not every team can you get a dynasty. You, ex- you, you guys have point, become complacent wins, in your satisfied. How many, dyna- how many dynasties are there in the NFL? There's like three, like one, three one teams two, you can put at the top. Uh, uh, one or two. Dynasty, That's those, these are excuses for teams yeah, that don't teams in the NFL, listen, and they're like two dynasties. Let's bring it back to here. Listen, I, I lived through a real dynasty on the Giants. You guys never have. You have no idea what sustained success is like for your NFL team. You have never seen it. You don't know what it feels like. To yeah, I mean, he's going to win. 
through like 2006 to like 2012, we were. Uh, that's pretty much the same timeline. That you were, yeah, yeah, we every year, every year, every year during those years, the question was, what kind of team we're going to see from the Giants? You just never knew. It was all led by the defense, but the the offense from the, the time period I'm talking about was far superior. Joe, you always talk don't about don't Giants compare. football, right? Well, what is Giants football? Daniel Jones is a, is a Giants quarterback. He's not necessarily – he doesn't have to be a Patrick Mahomes. That's a, I like Daniel Giants Jones. Giants football isn't – Giants football, like it isn't a dynasty. It isn't just a – that isn't Giants football. Just Jace, you need to be set up for sustained success. Let's compare to the okay. Patriots. Do you want to do that? That's fun. No, because they're a dynasty. The Giants have the never Rams? been a dynasty. Do you remember the Rams in the early 2000s with Warner and Falk? Do you remember that? They only came away with one Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. Dude, the How is that a dynasty? Four. How is that a dynasty if you come Dude, away with one Super Bowl? Dynasty requires three I don't know. Tell, tell me, tell me yeah. about the Buffalo Bills. From 1980. That lost four straight Super Bowls? Yes. It's one of the greatest teams of all time. You, you call them a dynasty? You have to finish the job at some point, Joe. Five Hall of Famers on that team. Uh, Tell there me was how much bad more they Hall were. of Famers on the Giants. In the, Tell in me how years. bad they were. Go ahead. Talk about how bad that team was. I, Listen, I'm just I'm just saying you can't call them a dynasty when Kelly they didn't win brain any Super Bowls. Too. No, you can still you could still say that. I, I subscribe <laughs> to my – listen – ESPN doesn't set the parameters for what a dynasty is. Dynasty I, needs that needs at least multiple championships. You can't multiple multiple championships. That I, doesn't give yourself a dynasty. I think Whoa, going okay. to four to four straight Super so Bowls and to be the only team before, after, and since to do it. You sound like Zay right now, Joe. The Bills, are, so the Bills are a dynasty. Are the Bills serious? are a dynasty in the nineties. The Bills now, are let, let me tell you something. Listen, the Bills had not, great teams. Was, They're not a nobody dynasty. in the AFC could hang with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they, and then they, when they got to the Super Bowl, they got spanked. You every think year. the Chiefs the last couple of years have been good, dude? The the Bills would have ran circles around them. Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Cool. Well, this is the NFL I, 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 big I, deal. I, I, big deal. Listen, listen. big deal. One game. Listen, I'd rather I'd rather be I'd rather go there four times than just win one. You Listen, make the argument and, uh, that the Giants right. don't have That's, good records. You go from 06 to 2012. The Giants were either eight and eight or better at that in those records. In 07, they were 12 and four. Oh wait, oh wait, was their best team, and they didn't even. I get oh wait was their best team, and they didn't even. Yeah, they didn't win the Super Bowl that year. So, but we've never seen sustained good Giants football, Sean. No, no you haven't. I, I, I watched 14 and two seasons, 13 and three, 12 and four, Every year, team. the Giants won the division. The saying? Giants, every single year, were the favorites in the East. You guys have never seen that. I'm telling you, okay. you've never seen it. You know okay. why I know? Because I live through it too. Those are hard to come by. I live in the world where the Cowboys are favorite every year. It's not hard to come, by. Hard to come by. Yes, it is. It's not. Yes, it is. It's not. I, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not. <laughs> How long? No. There's not a you lot of the there's like no. five teams that have no, like that years. Years. He's got a He's got a truly hard salsa somewhere. He's off one today. He's come to something's wrong. You can't. Have a dynasty that doesn't win a Super Bowl. That doesn't 19 make sense. winning seasons that, since 1964 is a huge problem for me. Joe, okay. okay. I, I don't disagree this with team, that. This team rarely has a winning record. If you go through the analogs of the Giants' records, you know what you're going to see over and over again? 
six and ten, six and ten. I, six yeah, and the 60s and 79. 70s bad. And 11 and 5, 6 bad. and 10, 6 and 10. I'm tired of it. You tired of it. Is Giants football? Oh, they're better than that. That's not I Giants just, football. I just, Giants football is not to be 6 and 10. No, and they don't lose. Apparently it is. That's what you just said. That's what you're saying, It's time to step it up. Again. Yes, it is. To 2012, you had 8 and 8. You had 12 and 4. You had 9 and 7 in there. You had great years Ooh, in there. What are you talking about? 7. Whoa. Listen, 12 and 4 was in there too in 08. The Giants can do better. And you guys I, know it. Yes, yes, I, they can. I, they definitely they could. Better. There's but, no reason I mean, why you guys should We could also not accept the mediocrity. Right. I'm not accepting not, it. I'm just no saying they're not defending it. That's that's accepting it. No, from no. 2013 through now, we've been god awful except for one season. Dude. I I realized that, but before that, you can't say from like 2006 to 2012 that nobody we picked the Giants to win the Super Bowl any of those years. Does it matter so who, who ended up winning? Who cares? Yeah. No, it doesn't. What does that matter? You, you care about more. You care more about favorites and odds than you do the actual results. I don't care, care about, about being America's team. That's the Dallas' job. Being America's team, they don't win All anything right. for the going into two Super Bowls and beating the goat. That that's not a legacy. Eighteen wins, one giant yeah. loss. Yeah, oh, okay. but the story so, the story ends I, up I being more know. about Brady than it is about the Giants. That's so unfortunate. Uh, whatever. I, I think no one's arguing I mean, with you that the Giants uh, are struggling. No I, one's I, arguing I, that the Giants are mediocre. It the was Giants really have Jays- mostly been trash for a yes, long time, yes. and I think it's time but that they're able say, to win Super we're not Bowls when they're trash. That that real. They're able to figure it out eventually and get it. But listen, I want to wrap John this up. John Merritt needs to sell the team. Zay, go tell yes. John Merritt yes. to sell that yes. team. I, I wouldn't be I I'm not upset with that take, but the thing is is that everyone's talking about like I said before, this is the first step. The the Jason Garrett firing, that's step one. Let's see what they're what's going on here. Cause you got talent. Gettleman, everyone likes to crap on Gettleman. He's he's brought talent in. They haven't been healthy all the time, but th- there's talent on this team. Let's mm. see what they can do with a different play caller. And let's see what happens there. Then you can start talking about other stuff. Cause because you Sean was right. You fire Gettleman, someone else new is gonna come in. It, that's just from the Giants, uh, from the from the that has a connection with the Giants, and then we're gonna get back to everything else. And I mean, same with Joe Judge. It, it's just gonna be a mess, and we're just gonna end up two years later. We're, we're going to uh, two years later, and we're going we're gonna end up having another uh, another new coach and everything. It's gonna be a mess. Because uh, c- we're gonna just keep doing the same stuff. I just want to see what the Giants can do without Jason Garrett. Because look at what the Dallas Cowboys have done without him. So I think I I can have a little bit. What telling more being a good it? offensive coordinator? I don't know. Is it though? Is it though? To do no. that, he didn't call plays when he was. He did coaching in the beginning. The Cowboys. He did. Before Kellen yes, Moore did. for the first couple years. Before Kellen Moore, he yes. did call. He called plays in the beginning. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. And then they took Jerry Jones took plays calling away from him and gave it to Kellen Moore at his at the end of his road there. But let's just see what goes on. Everyone's getting. It, the, it sounds like fake. Also, news. you're talking. That's the would you read that? A giants GiantsFanboy.com. But also, you, you talked about the defense. The you're talking about the defense is so bad <laughs> after this week. 
The past three. Jeez, they got to stop giving up 30 points. I understand that. I understand that. But you're acting like it's so far-fetched that they can play well. Like the three weeks prior, they weren't playing well. I told you they were going to give up 30 points to a team that averages 30 points. You said said they they wouldn't. You said it would be 20. Yeah, you said 24. Do you know what I said? Do you know what I said on our pregame show when I wasn't being on a biased giant show? I said... (laughs) The score was going to be thirty to ten. Well, Go back and watch the tape. Is that is that uh, is on that question here, then, Joe? Thirty to ten. I was trying to be. I, you know what happens? Probably. I hang out with you guys, and I'm like, oh, all right, stupid me. I'll go with it. Maybe the Giants will pull it off. He gets, he gets I knew what was going to happen. The more I woke up that morning, and I thought thirty to ten. Won't even Joe, just lean into the heel. Lean into the heel. I'll be the face. You'll be the heel, and Zay and Sean can be neutral. I love the Giants more than you do because you're That's happy wild. with the mediocrity, and I want better. I'm not happy with better. the mediocrity. No one's happy here, Joe. No one's happy here, but you I just want to see happy. what they can do. That they made a move that should have been done a while ago, and I, I don't right. And everybody who failed ago, to make that, everybody who failed it. to make that decision, should be terminated. Uh, they had including to Zay. He's out. Zay, Zay had enough of you, Joe. I asked him to go talk to John Mara. All right. Oh yeah, I think Let's, he's getting on the phone with him now. Let's move on. He's gonna run downtown. To the they game. go to the same barber. <laughs> All right, Philly. I mean, everyone's so uh, terrible game against the Bucks. Bucks are a good team. I've been saying this all year. Giants play terrible against Super Bowl contenders, i.e., the the Cowboys game, the Rams game, and now the Bucks game. Philadelphia, middle of the pack team. I think will be a close one, Joe. How do you see it playing now? Um, I've thrown some money on this game. That's how confident I am that the Eagles are going to score like it's going to be like 30 to 8, something like that, if I had to guess. Dude, Jalen Hurts is like good all of a sudden. Like I thought he was uh, – I thought that guy was going to be garbage. All of a sudden, they're comparing him to Lamar Jackson, and the numbers are pretty staggering at this point. This team got off to a terrible start. They're starting to win games. They're doing what the Giants haven't been able to do. And so kudos to the Eagles, and I hate to say it, but I just don't see them. I don't see the Giants after the effort against the Buccaneers turning around, having an amazing short week of practice, somehow after failing to execute after two weeks of practice, that a a four-day work week is going to help them get it all done. Are you guys kidding me? Really? You think it's going to be better? Well, I don't I think it's gonna be thirty to eight. No, but last twenty-seven year, to eight. Last year, after the Giants Maybe. fired twenty-four Columbo, to eight. That's right, better. Whatever. But after last year, whatever, after the man. Giants fired Colombo, the Giants went on a tear. Right? They won like four or five in a row. Correct. Now like they fired Jason Garrett. Sean, can can they light that same spark that they did last year? I didn't even think about that, but uh, you you bring up a great point, Chase. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think I think they're going to be better on offense this game. I think that you know, like like I said before, I think Freddie Kitchens is just going to have to devise a a great game plan. I think that he's he's not going to be conservative. I think that he'll be more creative. So uh, I think it will be a better game. I think the Eagles are going to end up pulling it out. I don't think it's going to be a blowout because I think this defense will bounce back. Um, They're I mean, the defense usually sits in a zone and Tom Brady tore him apart, but I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to do that 
uh, as a passer. I think that they might have some uh, trouble with him against the run, but I think that they'll still get the job done uh, pretty well, not as bad as it was against the Bucks defensively. And I expect this offense to put up a, a decent amount of points. I don't think they'll get to the 30 range, but I see it being a close game. I think the Eagles will pull it out late, but I, I think uh, probably somewhere around 24 to 24 to 23. I think the the Giants lose a a good old fashioned heartbreaking loss at the last second, like uh like the Giants do. So um yeah, that's pretty much what I expect from this game. Uh, I just wanted to uh, mention a quick uh, courtesy to. Uh... On your Colombo information, that comes right from uh, FireJasonGarrett.net. What? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I mean, listen, I, I like your conspiracy theory. So last year, they got rid of Garrett's whooping boy, who obviously wasn't getting along with people in the locker room because him and Garrett are uh, the betas. Right. And and Freddie Kitchens and Joe Judge and the other guys were all over here. Team Alpha. Right. And so they got rid of Colombo and suddenly Garrett was all on his own. No, is that, that's is that not true at what? all what I'm saying. Joe. And so the, the saying, as soon as they got rid of Colombo, they were like, get with Garrett. How do you like this? Duh! Is that, that what you're suggesting? When there is a change. There's a new breath of fresh air, a new life in the locker room. People play better. People feel like th- this is their second chance. I feel like this is going to be the game we see the offense start to click and everything starts going good. I, I do expect the Giants to go over 30 this week. Uh, I do think. Uh, I- I'm not time of possession? No, I, I think they're going to score. I think they are going to score points here because Jason Garrett. The, the, the play calling, like you said, you, you, you had no clue what was going on. It, nothing made sense. I, I don't understand what that was with your hair. But oh, I, you know, know what it is. Listen, I, I think they're going to be. You impressive. think the Giants are going to score 30 points? Yes. Is this a hair yes. bet? Oh. <laughs> okay. I will do another hair bet. Yeah. I will shave my head again. But uh, no, but I, I win either way because if the Giants score thirty yeah. points, I'll be thrilled. Yes. Although I'll also lose a money bet as well as a hair bet. But oh, damn! But, I hope uh, they no. score twenty nine in a, in a big win. I, I think Freddie Kitchens. It, it, they're they're going to take the risk they need to, like you were talking about in the Oakland game, and also, I mean. Look at Oakland. Speaking of, I mean, I, I keep calling Oakland. Las Vegas, look at the Raiders game. Like you were saying, they weren't taking it. They were just running the football, eating up clock, conserving the win. I I think they'll play like you want them to play out here against uh, uh, Philadelphia. And Philadelphia's defense isn't anything to write home about. I do think it. I, the defensive line scares me. Getting pressure on Daniel Jones scares me a little bit. But I think Freddie Kitchens will give more of the green light to run, and I think we won't have situations like last week, like on Monday, where even though everyone's coming, you're checked. All three your checkdown guys are in the same position, trying not to run into one another. But I, I will say that um, I don't know. Oh, also Las Vegas. Look at what they did when they when they fired Gruden. They went on this run. You play around, you rally around. The uh, and then guys. they hit a brick wall and they're terrible. That's true. That's true. But so did, I mean, 
the Giants after Colombo that they, they hit a brick wall when they played the Browns, right? But uh, so yeah, so I, I do think Philadelphia's defense isn't that great. I do. I, the only thing I'm scared about is Jalen Hurts and that run game. I do think Tay Crowder and Reggie Ragland they're gonna struggle to stop the run. It's really gonna have to come down to Leonard Williams and, and Ro, Ro, Quincy Roche has been playing great. I do gotta say that was a great pickup. He he needs to. I, I see the future for him, and he he's a beast. Uh, he's been playing great. He's been stepping up every week. We need that from Aziz Ojolari, and I hope he can do it. But uh, the the real the thing that scares me is the run game, and I just don't. I, I'm really scared to see how they get pressure on the quarterback because I don't think they can. This Eagles defense last week was dominant. I mean, uh, O line that last week was dominant control the line of scrimmage. So that's really what scares me. But I do expect Jalen Hurts to throw uh, an interception or two, make some mistakes in the past game. But I I have faith in this Giants offense under Freddie Kitchens because I, I did not trust Jason Garrett. I have faith in, in Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has been playing great. Uh, I mean, besides the two games against two Super Bowl contenders, he's been playing really good. And I don't think Jason, I don't think Freddie Kitchens is going to put him in a situation where he's dropped back 38 times because that's not going to get it done. And I do think Saquon Barkley is going to have a big game against that, uh, against that Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants really do struggle with quarterbacks that get out of the pocket. Jalen Hurts is really good at doing that. Miles Garrett, not Miles Garrett, Miles Sanders is back. He had actually a pretty decent game in his bounce back, unlike Saquon Barkley, who was a decoy all night. So I think I'm more concerned about the Eagles scoring 40 points, to be honest with you, since things are... How are you going to score 40 points from the football, Joe? Yeah, you don't, don't got a Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. They don't got have that. you have you watched have you been watching them? They're they're really good. No, they're really I, I good. Do. That, that's why I say I'm scared. I wouldn't say really game. good. I'm and, not scared of their pass game. Yeah, I I wasn't either. I didn't think they were going to be very good, but I'm telling you, he's a good quarterback and he's been playing really well. And they've been scoring a lot of points. They lit yeah. up the Colts. Uh, I think. This Giants offense, we are going to see a different Giants offense. I'm saying that. I mean, Dude, I mean, I, listen, if they had 15 more days to practice, I would I would feel better listen, about this. But no, they have I don't, we saw week. that against the Bucs. It didn't, didn't help out much. It's a short week, though. Like, you want them to get everything situated in, like, three practices and a walkthrough? Yes, because if anything, that carries over the momentum. The momentum from having this new guy. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I want that too, but I'm saying is that realistic to think they could pull that off when they couldn't do it in 16 days? Yes, because they're not playing the Bucs this week. They're playing the Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles have been playing better. They're still nowhere near the level of the Bucs. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I just... You know what pisses me off most about Giants fans, especially you, Joe, is like one bad week, oh. everything's back in the in the toilet. Mm. Everyone, you, you, you get high. I said the same thing last that week stuff. that this organization has been garbage for a long time. No, you've been saying that. And I that. said it the but week I mean, before that. Listen, I'm as optimistic as the next guy. I hope the Giants end up winning six games so we can go 
you know, nine and eight or whatever it is and missed a wild card and have like the 17th pick, whatever. That would be great, too. I like when the Giants win, Jace. I do, but I want them to win more. I want them to be favorites. No, I want I want the Giants. Yeah, you gotta understand again, dude, from, from 85 to 91. I mean, the the Giants were like talked about in the NFL. It was it was to be envied. Okay. Uh, it, Lawrence Taylor, obviously, you guys know this revolutionized the game. Yes. The Giants defense was that impactful. The Giants Again, that stretch of time, their records were were always great. 13 and 3, 14 and 2, 12 and 4, 11 and 5. 87 was a bad year. It's the strike, 6 and 9. But uh, I think the scrubs were 0 and 7 before they came back on. So uh anyway, that doesn't matter. My point is the Giants really just they they haven't enjoyed sustained success. And when you just try to patchwork, you're gonna get the occasional 11 and five, like you did in 2016. And then you're going to go back to being really garbage. And I think it would be a better idea for the giants to, to look to build this thing long-term. And you do that by getting rid of someone like Dave Gettleman. No, you don't. And you, you bring in somebody, you bring in somebody who understands football in the year 2021, or at least somebody who understands football from the 20th century period. Okay. He's not good. Most of what he done is bad. Gentlemen. And I feel bad about it because I like the guy. He seems like a nice fella, you know, the cancer. And uh, I was pulling for him. I I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I hope he enjoys retirement. I mean, he's a good dude, but he's made some bad choices. All right, well, bad and, and listen, choices. it's not his it's not his fault. It's not his fault in, in a lot of these cases, but it falls yeah. on him. It kind of is. What bad Well, you're choices? right. It is his fault. I didn't want to be mean. Give me an example of the bad choices. Saquon, bad bring choice. Back, bring back Eli. Giving Nate Solder the biggest contract of any offensive tackle. All right, but what about his good choices? His, his the, good stuff. That, or drafting DeAndre Baker in the first round. That whole draft that pretty so much. Bad. That was just. Drafting Dexter Lawrence at 17. Dexter Lawrence is a good player. I, he's he's also a two-down lineman that can't stay on the field for third downs and doesn't give you any pass rush. So I, I that just doesn't fit a middle-round pick. So there's there's a lot to a lot to pick them. The past two drafts have been pretty solid, but I, other than that, the other drafts haven't been great. Giving out all these contracts to older players that don't give you anything. Um, there, I, yeah, there's a lot to choose from. And again, this team just lacks depth. You know, I understand Blake Martinez is a hard guy to replace, but that's been rough. You know, was the last guy of the 2019 draft, is that really the guy you want calling your defense? Probably not. Uh, he actually hasn't been too bad. It's been Reggie Ragland. I like him. He's played, uh, it seems to me, and, and I only see this a few times a game, but there always seems at some point to be some confusion. For sure. And maybe that was the case with Blake Martinez. Maybe I just didn't notice it, but I always feel like, especially with him and Raglan, there always seems to be some kind of like, what? Nobody knows what they're sp- – I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I see what I see, though, and, I, and it drives me nuts. I want them to be good. Oh, I do. I love the Giants. I'm sad. My heart's bleeding. Blue. Okay. All right. Well, I – 
right, I think we need to take a break. We need to take a break. We're, yeah, enough talking about this, this crappy team. I'm sorry hey. I've angered you. I mean, you have it. I mean, it's just we just see it two different well, you ways. You said I pissed you off, so that makes that makes you sound angry. No, no. I mean, Giants apologizing. Fans me off, not you. Giants well, you, fans pissed me off. I have to run the tape back. I'm pretty sure you said Giants fans, especially like you. Like you. I said like you. Yes. Yeah. Giants fans like you. Not necessarily like you. Not you. not you. you. Not me yeah. specifically. Yeah. yeah. But people just exactly who think just, and look and act like, like me. You. <laughs> I just said, okay, we're taking a break. We'll be right back. It's been a pretty wet summer in Connecticut, and that means more mosquitoes than ever. If you didn't have your home service for mosquito control and find you're spending most of your time outside sweating those little pests, you are in luck. Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut provides the best value in mosquito control services because of how they treat your yard using the Mosquito Shield tailored treatment system. They don't use a fixed schedule or an identical product one-size-fits-all service program because you can't control mosquitoes on a set number of sprays or visits. Unlike the competition, Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut will service you for this season whatever it takes to provide superior results. This promise has awarded them an industry-leading consumer Attention rating of 90%. Visit MosquitoShieldCT.com to schedule an appointment with Wade the Cesare and enjoy the rest of your summer mosquito-free. Big shout out to Mosquito Shield for sponsoring this show. Make sure you check them out, Mosquito Shield CT. Uh, when you sign up for their services, tell them John about the G-Man and Clovercrest Media sent you, and they'll hook you up with a discount for this upcoming spring. But now, this week... I mean, tomorrow, Thanksgiving, uh, you got the food, you got the turkey, and most importantly, you got the football on Thanksgiving. And let's, let's, what are you most thankful for about the Giants? I mean, I know we just talked a lot of crap about them. What are you most thankful for about the Giants and football in general this year, Joe? That they haven't been. Kept off the field because of COVID, I guess. <laughs> I like watching the Giants. I do. I Even when they're terrible, I just wish they weren't. And I don't think that that's, you know, that's not too much. I'm thankful that Jason Garrett's gone. I think that that's definitely going to help. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful that I put money on the Eagles this week. I feel like that's going to pay off, literally, uh, in terms of cash. Um. I'm thankful that da- that Daniel Jones is on the Giants because I really do think he could be a really good Giants quarterback, and I think that fans who don't understand that don't understand the Giants. Um, I think this guy knows how to play quarterback. I think if you, like like uh, Joe Judd said, I think if you put him in position to be successful, to make plays, he's going to do it. I've been saying this for weeks, man. they got to, like – Put the football in his hands and let him go and do some stuff. Yeah. All right. I, I like that, John. Very eloquent. Sean, Thank you. What are you thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful for the departing gifts for uh, Dave Gettleman, as uh, hopefully he'll be leaving after the season. I think the last two drafts, especially in the first uh, two rounds, have been great. Uh, Andrew Thomas, we got our left tackle for the future. First round last year, then we get Xavier McKinney, who's probably been our best player on defense, most consistent all year long. Uh, he's a ball hawk, comes up and makes plays in the run game too. Uh, he's a physical safety, so 
those two from last year. And then this year, Kadarius Tony, uh, when he's been on the field, he's been absolutely electric. Uh, one of the, the shiftiest players in the NFL right now already as a rookie. And then our second round pick, Aziz Ojolari, who, I mean, we, we obviously don't have any semblance of pass rush, but if there is one player to point to, I think Ojolari is definitely that guy. So I think uh, over the past two drafts, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, if, if, th- if this is the end of the Gettleman era, I think he, he gave us some good parting gifts uh, to leave uh, while he leaves with our first two round picks uh, of the past two years. So I think that even though we do need an uh, actual rebuild at some point, we need to tear everything down. I think those are four players that we definitely you know hold on to on their rookie contracts and, and try and build around. All right. I, uh, I too, am thankful for Jason Garrett being fired. I, too, am thankful for Andrew Thomas being a beast. He also was wearing the same number I wore in high school, so I love that. And He's I'm catching also, touchdowns, too. He is also catching touchdowns. That was great seeing that. It was a snag. Yeah. And I am also thankful for Daniel Jones. I mean, as much hate as this man has gotten, he is still – I mean – Everyone's going to have those bad games. Everyone is. And this year, there's been a lot fewer of them in the past. I mean, you're seeing progression this year. And a lot of those games, those games where he's looked bad, a lot of that you can put on Jason Garrett. So uh, I'm excited to see what he can do this week and what he can do without Jason Garrett because I think it will be something different. I think you have lofty expectations. Yeah, and I should. I, I want the Giants to succeed. I should expect this. I should expect them to change. I should expect them that Daniel Jones is going to come out and play better because Jason Garrett sucked. You should expect that from your team. And that's what's going to happen. Well, I've been told. Because my expectations are going to turn into reality. So, all right. Yeah. Now, <laughs> taking a break. Now, jumping off the Giants. Just football in general this year, Joe. What are you what are you thankful for? Just around the league. Um I like the fact that everybody sucks every week. You know? <laughs> that nobody nobody's really been able to seize it. I you know, it's funny, on Keys to the City today, we did our top tens and combined we had thirteen total teams involved in the top tens. And I thought each of us made a really good, we each had a a different 10th team and all made a pretty compelling argument for that team. And I think that there's 15 teams right now. I think that legitimately could start playing better, get hot and are in it. So is it out of the realm of possibility that these weirdo giants do one of those weird second half win a bunch of yeah you know it always it always tends to happen who knows but i am i am thankful that the chiefs are terrible i know they've been playing a little bit better calm your horses i'm telling you and i don't think they're back i think that team's still pretty flawed and i think it's i think that's great for the nfl the buffalo bills are uh falling to pieces that's a real problem they stink yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I like I think there's great parity right now in the NFL. I think because the Chiefs are slightly flawed. Uh, and I think that, you know, I mean that's a wounded duck, so so I think somebody could put them out. I think that it'd be nice to see the Chargers step their game up. I know everybody loves Justin Herbert. I'd be thankful if he could like 
do something cool and blow them out of the water and win that division. How about that? That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I, I love Justin Herbert. Sean, what are you most thankful for? Uh, yeah, I mean, Joe pretty much said it. Mine was the unpredictability of the season, just the fact that um, most years, I mean, you have an idea of who's going to be a contender, uh, who's going to be, you know, top four, maybe five teams that could contend for a Super Bowl this year. It's been all over the place. I mean, the Cowboys have an absolute stinker. The Chiefs started off slow, but now they look better. The Bills haven't been great. Colts are playing uh, hot at the right time. The Rams, you don't really know. Cardinals, they've been playing well without uh, without Kyler Murray. So there's really, I think there's four or five teams in each uh, each conference that really could go on a run. The Patriots, they've been red hot lately. Uh, so that's, I think that's the my favorite thing is, uh, like Joe said, the parody in the league right now. It's definitely, uh, it's a toss up for each conference. So. When you when you don't know, you know, heading into the last couple of the weeks, you know, who's going to be favorites for the Super Bowl, I, I think that uh, it, it just makes it more fun watching football because you don't know what you're going to expect every week and uh, any given Sunday. So that's that's been my favorite part of the season. I should also mention I'm thankful for Mac Jones fulfilling my prophecies. I did say he was going to be the best of the bunch, and he's been everything I said he would be and more. And I'm glad everybody else on the planet has caught up to me, even Patriots fans. Yeah, yeah. Matt Jones has been playing great. Well, their defense has also been playing great. I, I will say we'll put Steve Risser on the spot here. He put it all on the defense earlier on Sports Talk with R&J. Make sure you check that out, everyone. See, the, the problem when you do that is then you open us up to the Eli argument about how good Eli Manning was or wasn't. You can never, as a Giants fan, be on the idea that, I mean, listen, like I said before, if I'm to believe that the Giants have four Super Bowls because they had four of the greatest defensive units of all time, really? Come on. That, that's, that's just not reality. The Chicago Bears only won one Super Bowl with, I mean, that defense was together for about six or seven years. One. It was a great, great defense. One of the greatest of all time. So, I don't know. You need an offense, and you need to be able to score, and you need to be able to complete passes. Yeah. You know? uh, Eli was amazing in crunch time. He was a great fourth-quarter quarterback. He played Giants football, which was don't score points. Keep it close, and uh, we'll win it late when the defense makes a stop. I hate that. Let's try something different. It's better for our blood pressure collectively as a group. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I mean, think but I'm about telling it. you, dude, think about the weather. Think about the weather the last 10 years or so. In, in New York, I mean, you get days in January where it's like 58. You know, the, the days of like terrible weather at the Meadowlands, like that's not a thing really as much anymore. Dude, you're jinxing it. It's going to snow. I, I definitely am not because the hole in the ozone layer is getting bigger as we sit here and discuss it. So that's not even up for debate. What What is is the Giants have much more uh, temporal conditions in December and potentially in January if you get there. Uh, so, so it's time to like bring your offense into the 21st century. You got to get the ball to Kadarius, Tony. Uh, everything I've been reading and seeing all day the last couple of days is that the Giants are stupid. 
Jason Garrett th- didn't know what to do with this uh, this Swiss Army knife of a uh, talented human being. This guy could be doing so much stuff. And again, Saquon is a decoy. Come on. What are we doing? Let's get everybody involved and let's see what we got here. Because this season is pretty much shot. Like there's, listen, there's no room for error. Another loss and you're done. Yeah. I don't think you, the game plans go in there and, and don't can't lose. You got to go in there and just, you know, balls to the walls here. What do, what do we got? What could we do? Go forward on fourth and five. Who gives a crap? You're going to lose. You're going to lose. But run an offense, have some rhythm, build around somebody or something. You know, I don't Daniel Jones throwing 39 times to 13 runs for the. Ah, what are you doing? That's no, not a you're right. I love Daniel Jones, but I want him to throw the ball about 24 times and no more than that. Yeah, and that's why. I and I want 12 of those to be to Kenny Galladay. I don't know about 12. But 12. A lot. Uh, I want same. 12 in his he, direction. He should be the – he's the number one. You, you brought him in, paid him, then why him. number one month. He Feed need, him. Let them tell you. You set everybody up, dude, up and down the field. But if they don't start opening this thing up and we have to drag through the rest of the season and not know what Daniel Jones can or can't do – how does that help next season? It doesn't. That's why they fired Jason Garrett, because Freddie Kitchens is going to open it up. That's why. Did did they say that, or are you assuming that? Because Joe Judge didn't say anything even remotely close to that. Well, Joe Judge never says anything. Because he's yes. an idiot and a terrible head coach, but you guys disagree right. with me. I, I, I wanted to move on. I don't disagree. Still no, then move on. No, you want to know what I'm thankful to. for? I'm thankful yeah, that Garrett's gone. And I, think a, I, about my I think a front office bloodbath is coming. That's what I'm thankful for. What you just said 45 minutes ago. But listen. Well, you asked. The parody. I didn't know. You just cut me off. But uh, all right, you're right. Parody, that that's big for me though. I am thankful for. I mean, Joe, we're both on throwing jabs, right? Yeah, we we know the fight, the fight game, and how you, everyone's pressuring how a guy like Terrence Bud Crawford isn't marketable because he doesn't talk crap or do this or throw dollies at buses. But I respect the NFL for their sanctity of the sport and all the taunting calls and making it so that the little children. <laughs> what the hell no. are you talking about? <laughs> the little children watching. Are you serious? Game. You're not. No, no, you're not. I'm not. I'm not. But I mean, to the, you, you, your football, what is a, when they're all on the field, what is it? When they play a game, it's a game. You're supposed to go out there, have fun. Yeah. So if there is a little bit of time, to, if you look back while you're running down the field to score a touchdown, yeah, have them be a little bit of fun. And Let me tell you something. If I got one chance to score a touchdown right now, I would high yes. step from the 15-yard line in. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it's your moment. You got to have it. But, I mean – yeah, and the fight game, they need to learn from uh, – from And the then I'd probably do like the icky shuffle. <laughs> what about a little salsa uh, with the cruise? Yeah, maybe. Oh, oh yeah, the salsa dance. Oh, okay. All right. I love that. I mean, listen, that's what this sport's about. It's a game. It's having fun. 
Um, you know, I think if you knock a guy down and he goes to get up and you, you know, put your crotch over his head, I think that's, I think that should be a penalty. You know what I mean? I think if you turn and look at the sideline of the team that you used to be on that cut you and you just look for a minute and turn, I don't understand why that's a, why that's a taunting penalty, a glaring look at your ex lover. Is that a crime? I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I will say, I mean, well, you brought up that crotch in the face. Oh, I will tell a story. One time in high school, I pancaked a guy 20 yards down the field. I drove him and his helmet came off. And because his helmet came off, uh, I just put my crotch right in his face. Just teabagged him because, I mean, I just made him a bitch, you know. But uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was uh, that was an yeah. unfortunate story. Uh, I don't. Thank you for telling it. Clearly, a Thanksgiving Eve kind of a story to tell. Yeah. No doubt about it. Was it the Thanksgiving? Um, it might have been our Thanksgiving Day game. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. That was yeah. not the uh, was not the story I thought you were going to tell. No, I mean sure. you brought up. Knocking a guy down, put the crotch in the face. I mean, yeah, uh, but you brought I, up I the teabagging part. Pretty... That was okay. That was but... more than anyone needed to think about. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, <laughs> it is Thanksgiving. We're all thankful for football and the Giants, even though they're struggling. We still love the Giants, right, Joe? So we still got to be thankful for them. But uh, all right, let's take another break, and we'll be back with best bets and uh, fan stocks. Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement that you don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? And how often do you think about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies, doing the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident with your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website or give us a call at 860-430-5397. All right, let's get into best bets. And another terrible week. It's two weeks in a row we're going 0 for 4. This week, I mean, I guess makes a lot of sense because, I mean, Sean, Zay, and I were all on the Giants, and the Giants played. I mean, we all know. We, we talked about the Giants. Who did I have? You had Dallas, Joe. You had Dallas. I did, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah the last so time I listened to Mike Greenberg. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, let's get in to best bets. Let's start off with you, Sean. You got the dogs, the Colts, getting it done at home against the Bucks. Are you serious? You don't Couldn't really be- think this is going to happen, do you? Colts are Colts are hot right now. I know, but Colts are hot right now. Um, the Bucks have not been good on the road, so uh, even if they do end up winning this game, uh, I believe that it will be a close game. Jonathan Taylor is on a roll right now, so um, yeah, I think that uh, the Colts will definitely cover this game. I think that their defense will hold up pretty well against the Bucks. Uh, passing attack, they have a good secondary. They have a pretty good pass rush with a uh, DeForest Buckner up front. So um, yeah, I, I see the Colts getting this done and. Uh, 
I think the I I think the Colts will actually win outright, if I'm being honest. So I like them that. minus three. I think this uh, and I'm a I'm a two game losing streak. So hasn't been got, great. I, I mean, we're all on two game losing streaks, I guess. But uh, I got two yeah, words so. for you, buddy. Two words. Tom Brady. Okay. Cool. Bro, the Bucks sunk oh. against the spread this year. Wait, one more, one more word. Goat. Okay. What? Where's Lawrence Taylor? I didn't. I love that. Straight. Thank you. No, you're right. <laughs> Lt. All right, Joe. Then so I got. Serious, I, I got three words for you. Then. What is it? Jonathan Taylor MVP. I thought you were gonna say Jonathan Taylor Thomas, the actor from Home Improvement. <laughs> No, I was not. I was not going to say Jonathan okay. Taylor Thomas. But uh, I, I mean, we, we we talked a lot about it already, Joe. I mean, mm-hmm. Eagles. Oh, God. My three and a half. So you think? I put. I actually I put. I did put money on this game, uh, uh, because I want to win money, and I feel like this is the this was the safest bet on the schedule. I thought was that uh, the Eagles would beat the Giants by at least a field goal and a half. So I'm pretty sure they'll beat them by, again, I'd say double digits with the first one being a two or a three uh, and the second one being an eight or a nine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I, but I do think the Giants are going to lose. I, I just I think they'll, I think they need a week. They, I think the Sean, the, am I wrong that the short week is problematic? Even with Freddie Kitchens probably making the the, the calls, they've they've got to get like a lot of stuff figured out in like two and a half days. I don't know. I just don't I feel mean, like. I mean, that's... it's not. It's not a third, or it's not like they are playing on Thursday night. It's not like a a three day. I mean, it's only one day less playing on Monday night football, and we just saw that two two and a half weeks didn't really help them out. So why not? Why not give him a short rest? Maybe that will be I just, better. Not even the rest that I'm concerned about. I'm more concerned about will they have time to practice and 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 get because you got to run a practice. You got to run those plays again where there's some flow to it. What's the game plan? Who are we feeding off of? Well, they're the, doing the that other all night, year. I, you know, again, I had no idea they were going to fire Jason Garrett in the morning. I, I, I mean, what do I know? I'm no expert. Maybe I am, but I don't think I am. I texted the Keys brothers during the game, and I was like, "I, what is, like, what's the game plan? I don't even understand what's happening. I, it was weird. It, it, it seemed like the a highest level of incompetent coaching I've ever seen in my life. Like the Giants, it, it, nothing was right about that. It was stunning. So my my thought is, is what are they going to figure out in the next four days that's going to give you a different result against your arch enemy who's playing I mean, well? If anything. Who's got a quarterback who is going <laughs> to give you fits outside the pocket? I mean, if anything, yeah, you, you've seen the Eagles before. You know who the Eagles are. So, I mean, I know they got a new coach. This is the first time meeting. So, that's the only – but, I mean, the Eagles are the Eagles, right? So this is, I just thought about This is Joe Judge's uh, first revenge game, too, after after last year when they took out uh, Jalen Hurts and put in Nick Sudfield. You didn't think about the, that, did you, Joe? No, oh. but maybe they'll end up putting Sudfeld in this week when they're up 38-9. to nine. All right. 
right. Well, I mean, whatever. Enough. We, of that. We've talked. Yeah, way too much on this show. Oh, I'm so, I'm so terrible. Right. I, I hope it doesn't like happen. Win. I said that. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to mush your bet, Joe. But uh, I I hope you lose money this week. I do too. Yeah. All right. For me, I got Giants. I mean, oh, well, geez, Vikings on the road against 49ers plus three. I think the Vikings went outright, carried the high from the big win last week. Finally getting Justin Jefferson acclimated to the offense. I think that continues. Also, the 49ers only one win at home. They're one of the worst home teams in the league. So, yeah, I got the Vikings. Get Dalvin Cook going. Get uh, Justin Jefferson involved more. Anybody else trade Kirk Cousins for like a third-round draft pick, and now you see he's got 21 touchdowns and two picks? No. He's having a pretty good year. He's having a year. Boy, I said he was a bum for a long time. He's always been just like slightly above the mediocre mark. He's just very average. It's not that he's he's bad. It's just he's just not like an elite. But kind of like Derek Carr, I think he's fine. Like kind of coming into his own and like you know less mistakes, more success. And you know, I think if you invest in a quarter like a quarterback like that, I mean, you you get the the sort of progression year after year. You end up with a mature quarterback who starts to make a lot fewer mistakes, and again, you score more points that way. Yeah. And I mean, they they can turn this, or I mean, they're already on a two game win streak. They, they can turn this onto a playoff push. They, this could be them getting hot at the right time. They got the Niners, Lions, Steelers, Bears twice, and then Rams and Packers. Which uh, I mean, they already beat the Packers, but I mean, the Rams that, that could be another good game. But yeah, I think this is where they start to push for the playoffs, and I think they're gonna get the win uh, right here. I mean, even if they still play teams close. Regardless, so even uh, yeah. if the, this Every could be game. a one-point game, so uh, plus three, I'll, I'll take the Vikes. But uh, and Zay went against his New York Jets, even with oh, their starting QB Zach Wilson back. He's taking Tyrod Taylor and the Texans to get it done. Hey, I won some money on the Texans last week. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. But before throwing jabs, you said I put some money on the Texans. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? But Hey, hey, it worked out. I'm I'm surprised no one took uh Patriots are favored by seven against the Titans. I I thought that number was way too big. I but I felt like it was a trap number by Vegas. So yeah, I, I don't I, trust I, that. Yeah, I don't I like stayed that away one. from it. But I'm surprised nobody took the bait. I was I almost did. Yeah. I mean AJ Brown might, might not play. Yeah, I, I actually like that. I like that for New England. I think talk about getting hot at the right time. They're hot yeah. right now, so I don't know. I feel like that's a lot of points though. I don't know. Vegas that, that's yeah, that's a stay away game. They me. always know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean but but I mean that New England defense has performed and I mean Ryan Tannehill looked terrible last week. Terrible. He did. So, and that was against the Texans defense. Now going into New England. Boy, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Plus seven and minus seven for New England. I like that a lot. But uh, let's get into fantasy locks. Boom. That's what happened last week. Sean, he eclipsed me. Sean, Sean, you've been killing it with the running backs. Storming back. Killing it with the running backs. And, I mean, everyone else, terrible. Daniel Jones was terrible. But, I mean, Dak, man. That's rough. That's rough. I'm sorry, Joe. Yikes. 
that's what Joe. That's your problem with this. I mean, you always double dip on the teams. Like, yeah. I mean, when you were going up against the Jaguars, you'd always pick the quarterback and the team, and then somehow the Jaguars would do something. Now, even with Dak. He's doing it again Maybe this week. Though, he is doing it again this week, but not the quarterback this time, Devontae Smith. Yeah, Devontae Smith's going to have his Deshaun Jackson moment against the Giants in this game. Some kind of like 99-yard touchdown or some cuckoo something or other is going to happen. We're all going to learn to hate to Devontae Smith this this week forever. Huh? I, I'm, I'm not I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe it's a reverse. Maybe it's uh, – who knows? Maybe he throws a pass to Jalen Hurts. I, it's, he, something's going to happen, and Giants fans will forever hate the name Devontae Smith. Hey, but they are going to have Xavier McKinney on him. If anyone knows Devontae Smith, it's going to be – like Diggs or McKinney, get him, get him to stop. So, hey, but uh, why right. is that? Because they went to college together. Yeah, the practice. And so you think that gives him yeah. some sort of insight, perhaps, or yeah, better than not going. You know to practice against him every day. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. What do I know? Maybe, uh, maybe I I'm mean, wrong. Maybe that's some sort of new strategy that people are employing you get the guy's teammate and you yeah <laughs> i don't know but uh help me out here help uh, me out stick with that game they they went with Jalen hurts uh i mean I, I do think if anyone is good like i mentioned earlier i think it is Jalen hurts on the run game and miles sanders that, that are gonna be the problems for the giants so, I mean, Zay was butthurt over my talk about the Giants earlier, and he takes Jalen Hurts. See what I no. did there? That was pretty good. Uh, and he takes Jalen Hurts against the Giants. Shame on Zay is what I say. I don't think anyone was butthurt about you talking about the Giants. I think He was, was very upset. He no, left. it was you talking about the is your dynasty off the set? Is your dynasty talk? But uh, all right, Sean, you got Dalvin Cook going into the San Fran or Santa Clara to get it done. Yeah, I got to stick with the running backs. Um, after the first couple of weeks, I thought I might not even just do picks on fantasy locks uh, every week because I was getting crushed. But now I'm in third place. I'm only twenty something points behind Joe and Zay. So. Got to stick with the running back strategy. Uh, Dalvin Cook, he's been heating up uh, the last three games. He's been playing really well. And uh, the 49ers aren't great against the run. So um, I expect him to feed feed, them, feed him the ball a lot. And uh, I expect him to give me a lot of points. And maybe I'm just going to win best bets and fantasy lock this year. Knock on wood. So, Dalvin, let's do it, bud. I mean, if Zay, Joe, and I continue to have the performances that we had last week, maybe. Last week was big for me. Big catch-up yeah, yeah. week. Huge. But uh, I I don't think so this week. I, I'm going Russell Wilson wow. at Washington. Uh, I know he struggled since coming back. I think this is where he starts to get things going. All right, well, yeah, it looks like Jason's is staying in fourth, huh? No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've I, – if there has not been a team I've been more right about than the than the Seahawks, I'll say that. I said 
It's the Redskins. Before the season started. Or the Potato Skins or whatever their name is. Before the season started, I said the Seahawks would struggle this year. They wouldn't make the playoffs because every team around them got better and they stayed the same. But, I mean, Washington, they, they played great the past couple weeks. Big win against Tampa Bay. Big, I mean, is it a big win against Carolina? But I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think Russell Wilson, uh, I think he I, – I think this is his get-back game. I don't necessarily – I don't think it's going to be too, too crazy what he does. I don't think he's going out there for 500 yards and eight TDs. Uh, I do think he will just get back to Russell Wilson. Who are you trying to convince, us or yourself? I'm trying to convince the fans that they should start Russell Wilson this. Mm-hmm. That, that's what fantasy locks are about, Joe. Good. Good. Yeah. I was yeah, just it's about, asking. It's about it's an the honest people, question. Joe. It's about the people. It's right? an honest question. Russell Wilson bounced back. That's a good week. pick. I like Joe, it, Russ. <laughs> of course you do. You're the reason we have to pick. We can only pick one guy. He's the reason we can only pick one guy once. That is true. Like every other week last year, you picked Russell Wilson. I like Russ. <laughs> uh, all right. That's going to do it for John about the G-Men this week. <laughs> oh, it's been a wild, wild show. But uh, make sure you guys ha- have a happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. Stay safe. Uh, is that have tomorrow? Have fun with your families. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Today is Wednesday, Joe. I have plans. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I hope you're, you're not just sitting on your – sitting watching – just football. Lions bear watching Lions Bears by yourself. <laughs> Tim Boyle versus Andy Dalton. What a matchup! Uh, you know Tim Boyle weighs one touchdown to thirteen TDs at UConn, and now he's starting in the NFL. That's wow! Cool. Anything is possible. <laughs> Anything is possible. Yeah. Dream but, big, people. Yeah, but uh, on the on the biggest game of the year for Detroit. Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm fun. thankful for one more thing. Yeah. For you guys. Thanks. I appreciate You that. touched my heart there, Joe. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm thankful for this show as well. Just coming here like Giants, Giants Anonymous. I keep saying it. I'm here to just vent your frustration yeah, about the a, Giants. It's a giant venting room. <laughs> yep. Other people, they, they know the struggles. They, they know how you feel. Yeah. If that were the case, you would be on the second step, and I'm on the tenth. I'm at acceptance. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you'll get yeah, here. Probably. No, you'll, I you'll just turn here, every. I'm, I'm about. I'm in the middle between both of you. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't loom. He's, just, on he's the still in the denial stage over here. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. He's like, all we need is one more good lineman, and I swear to God, thirteen. No. Wins. Yes. I mean. I'm still holding to that. All we need is one one lineman you can run behind. Trivia question for, for this week. Line. The winner gets a prize. When was the last game the Giants scored 30 points? The offense or when did they score just in total? When's the la- yeah, when's the last time they added up 30 points over no. Uh, when's the be- last time the Giants scored 30 points in a singular game? Uh, last year against the Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. What date was that? That was the was first week five. Meeting. The week uh, yeah. Dak got hurt. Yeah. Dak. When's the last time the Giants scored forty points against the the uh, when they were the Redskins, Washington, 2018, 2019? 
When's the last time the Giants scored 50 points? I don't think uh, that, that doesn't sound possible. It's probably happened before. I, I can't remember. Against the that I don't know. I know they blew out the Vikings in the NFC Championship, like the Baltimore Colts. And I think that was like 44 nothing. What I think that Vikings beatdown was 49 nothing. Yeah, somebody looked that up. That was a great day. All right, all right. No, don't look it up. We need to close out the show. Close uh, it out. (laughs) Uh, Listen, the longer that you leave things open. The more you set me up to yeah. keep on talking. You're right. Okay. All right. 41 nothing. Giants won. All right. 41 there we go. nothing. That was glad we looked Big shout out to uh, CTBB Realty and Just Rydell. Make sure you, if you're in the market for a house in Connecticut, make sure you hit them up. Uh, check them out and tell them Clovercrest Media sent you. Big shout out to Mosquito Shield. Make sure you sign up for their services. Tell them Clovercrest Media sent you and they'll get you a discount. And big shout out to JPEX Financial Group. Uh, and big shout out to Clovercrest Media Group. Make sure you check out, go to www.clovercrestmedia.com. Check out more information on not just this podcast, a bunch of other podcasts, a bunch of other great CMG sports podcasts. Like we mentioned, throwing jabs earlier. Sean, we're, we're on posting up together if you're a basketball fan. Uh, Joe, I know you talked a lot about global warming. You can catch Joe talking about that on Losers Pay Double, the political show. So make sure you check out www.clovercrestmedia.com to check out and get all your podcast needs. And, hey, if there's a subject we're not talking about and you want to, come and join the podcast family and start your own podcast. But uh, for myself, Big Chase, Joe Aguirre, and Sean Scanlon, have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next week to talk more Giants football. Happy Thanksgiving. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Which Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. Find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.